Hey, this is Doug. I'm Greg. And this is Mike. And you're listening to the It's Funny, That Makes It Okay podcast. And we hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening. It's the first week of October. I cannot believe it. Oh, you're already starting in with the spooky... Halloween's coming. We're going to start right. sprinkling some Halloween stuff in here and there. Not tonight. Not though. tonight. No. Nope. Nope. Not tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about. I Tonight's guess, our Halloween free episode. It is. It is pre, pre Halloween. Yes. As opposed to, as opposed to the paid episodes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so tonight we're going to, I guess I got something about Skittles and Mountain Dew and PETA has a very strange ad. Oh, is there a Mountain there? Dew flavored Skittle? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> there is. We'll have to see. Hmm. And then we're going to talk about a man who wins a marathon, and Rena, Rena, not Rena, Rena Reno, <laughs> is uh, the city council is going up because they they may need to ban something. Yes. So we're going to look into that. Then we're going to talk about some uh, animal stories. Yeah, we have got some good ones. Woolly mammoths and uh, a bat and ravens and rabies and we've got oh, all kinds man. of stuff going. The so gamut. That's of kind of the stories. breakdown. Yeah. So looking Mike, forward. You got anything this week or? No, no, nothing this week. Nothing this week. No. Nothing. I did load up on some sport beans though tonight, so I'm ready to go. All right. Well, you look, you look (laughs) more eager than normal. So I was going to ask you about that. It's definitely the sport. Well, he ran down the stairs. It was (laughs) (laughs) about knocked me and you down. Thank well, I'm you moving, got that chair I'm left moving in there such, for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving at such a slow pace. It doesn't, it doesn't take much. All right. Well, I got one thing, I guess, and then, then yeah, I'll go ahead. pictures. Um, I was driving around and I see this sign. Like you do. Like I do. I like to drive around. No, it's for my job. I drive all over the place. So I see this sign in the ground and it's a kind of a recruitment poster. I use poster loosely, but a recruitment sign for the Air National Guard. <clears throat> okay. So you can serve your way, it said. And I, I got to, I got to look at it. I was like, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, and they, and they got, they have, a group of people on there. Serve your way, Air National Guard. Uh, they've they've got a guy who who looks like he's a he's a fireman, so he's got his fire axe, he's ready to go. And then they have another guard person there. It looks like maybe they're a construction worker. They got the the uh, hard hat on. Yep. <laughs> and then they got a person with a beret, and they've got uh, <laughs> looks like an M sixteen. Possibly, it's hard to tell because the the writing's over. But a gun. It's like okay. <laughs> then, then they got a guy who's who's holding the trumpet because you know I want to serve my country, but I just kind of want to play music. Do so you got something with that? Yeah, we can serenade the guys as the others go into war and to actually do something. Well, this picture kind of looks like the village people. It does look like an updated village people. <clears throat> and then the last one they've got there, it's it's got a guy in like a. Uh, a a chef's hat and a cook's outfit. It's like, what? Well, we need fry cooks in the uh, the Air National Guard. So you can join the Air National Guard, learn how to cook, or you can just go to McDonald's and 15 bucks an hour, they'll teach you how to do some cooking. Did they give you were in the guard? Did they give you chef cooked food? Like um, chef, like were they chefs? I would say they're not chefs. I say they <laughs> I open mean, up plop. five pound uh, cans and dump it in stuff and warm it up. I never saw that guy cooking for me when I was there. I didn't go up and, you know, they got a, he's got a sous chef working with him and a charcuterie comes out before we eat. Oh, would you guys like some meat and cheese? No. No, you went down the line and they just kind of plopped everything on there and drowned everything in gravy. Uh, that's, that's how we did it. But it's a good thing. That, and, and, and the guy with the trumpet too. Like, <laughs> I'd like to serve, but I really don't want to blow a horn. You got something for that? <clears throat> yeah, sure we do. We got that. We got that guy. <clears throat> They said like to serve as uh, trumpet chair one. <laughs> I'm the master trumpet. Well, I suppose if they've got a Four chef, maybe you could you know go in as a maitre d or something as maybe well. You, could. you know, maybe you could. This way to how many for your table? Oh, yeah, table four, please. Table for four. <laughs> I have reservations. <laughs> yeah, I do not remember any of that. Now I was in there eons ago, so it's better now. Yeah, it was just the it was just the guy with the gun when I went. That was, <laughs> that's what we did. <laughs> That was it. That was all I had. I just thought that was a very odd looking. Uh, it is an odd one. Like odd, said, odd it looks like the village people. It's, it, it does kind of look like the village people. It's quite the crew. Other than, you know, there's no Indian or motorcycle rider. I guess they got those guys. 
we got the up new and improved village people. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, all I'm right. Well, it. okay. Well, um, my I'm going to lead into my gripe. I'm going back to the primarily the fast food joints again. Oh, the first one's our not comfort a, zone. <clears throat> yeah, too long. The first one's not a fast food. It's a pizza place. Uh, Monocle's Pizza. It's a local. I think it's a regional chain, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Monocle's. Yeah. And so, kind so Midwest, Lori and Nick Midwest. and I went to Monocle's. Uh, I don't know, Saturday, <clears throat> Sunday night, whatever. And we roll up there. We walk up to the door, and there's a sign on the door. It says, "Due to help shortage, expect long waits." And so we're like, ah, "Okay." And so this girl was going out, and she delivered some pizzas to the cars that were waiting in line for the curbside orders. And as she was walking back, she saw us deliberating over the sign, and she goes, "Yeah, it's like forty-five minutes." And so we're we're like, "Okay," and so we're standing there. Do we go in? Do we go somewhere else? What do we do? And this couple came walking out, and we said, "Hey," and Lori goes, uh, "Hey, did you guys have to wait a long time?" Or was? And the guy goes, "No, it's fine. Everything was normal." And so we're like, "All right, we're going." So we went in. Sure enough, five six minutes later. Waitress comes over. Now, on the downside, she was very nice. I'm not picking on her, but the whole time she kept coming to our table, she must have worked a long shift. So I understand she's probably tired, but she's just like, "Oh, I'm so tired. It's been such. I'm ready to go home." It's like, okay, I get it, you know, but you don't need to tell us that every time you come to the table. Well, and the customer doesn't need to know that. Yeah, no, but so like I say, on the one hand, I feel bad for them because I'm sure they're probably working long extra hours or whatever. But and I'm just happy she's working because. Half the people aren't working, so yeah, um, yeah. so I was glad she was there. But it was nowhere near forty-five minutes. It was like so five, ten minutes tops that we waited. So that was a good thing at the end. But the, the girl walking in, yeah, it's forty-five minutes. So, anyways, that's so. Now the next thing is McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's and Burger King are my two primary choices this week. So every once in a while, early in the morning, if I'm heading into work early, I'll go get me a sausage biscuit or something. And if the Morton one is really busy, as you know, the drive through can be, I'll buzz down to East Peoria and hit the one in the Levy District. <clears throat> so I went, I went there one day last week, and the truck driver was there unloading food for the restaurant, like the, the, the delivery driver that, mm-hmm. that delivers the frozen foods and stuff. And there was like... Two or three cars at both drive-throughs, and they're just sitting there. I pulled up behind one, and this truck driver walks over to everybody. And he goes, "Nobody's here. You don't. You don't need to wait." And we're like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, I've been here since three o'clock this morning. Nobody's here. That's shut. Nobody's here." <laughs> and it's just me. no. So people just went on their way. I left. I mean, it was pitch dark in the restaurant, but that guy's got his truck. What time? What time was this when you got this? There? Was uh, six forty in the morning. So that guy had been there for almost four hours. Yeah, and he said, yeah, I'm waiting. The manager didn't come unlock or anything. And it's been back open since then, so I don't I don't know what the ordeal was. And there were no employees standing around waiting to get in like, oh, our manager didn't show up and we're waiting to get in. There was nobody, just this truck driver, and he was a little like... So the whole like, shift didn't show. They, yeah. Or they didn't have a shift. Something to that effect, I guess. Oh, but my goodness. I don't know. So yeah, they're just they're getting. They're, I'm just in my brain. I'm just thinking. I know I'm being a, a glutton for punishment. I need to just stop going out to eat, but I can't. But it's like, but I need to because then the next thing was. So Dan and I on our Tuesday morning visit this week, the Morton McDonald's dining room has been closed. So we two weeks ago, no three weeks because he's been on vacation. So three weeks ago we went to Burger King. It was okay. It worked out. Was that so, the time where they told you? Oh no, no. No, this was okay, we, okay, this was right, after that. Right. After they they wouldn't basically wait on us. <laughs> so we went to Burger King. I got there first, and then Dan gets there. So we go walking up, get to the door. Sorry, our dining room is closed. Please try our drive-through. <laughs> I drive around to where like and because we decided okay, we'll go try Dunkin' Donuts right across the street. We'll go try that. But I in the meantime, I pulled my jeep around look and they've got the the two lane drive through now at the burger king they added an additional lane except for now they had a cone in front of the second lane <laughs> so you can't go into the restaurant and you can't use one of the lanes and i think they installed the cone the same time they put the they put the second lane up just <laughs> permanently put a cone there permanently closed why why are you doing this well see what you could be doing if we decided to open it ever 
Well, the McDonald's in East Peoria does the same thing a lot of mornings. I'll go there and they'll have a cone sitting there. Well, the other morning they had a chair sitting in front of the drive through <laughs> and one of them. Well, so that's you the dining use, room. But my, my question is, sat in it. <clears throat> yeah. does that change the dynamic of how many cars are coming through? I picture the owner putting that in and the worker getting there and like, yeah, we ain't doing this. And they throw the coat out there. That one's closed. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand blocking off one because does that, you're going to have the number of cars, whether it's through one lane or two lanes. Maybe they can't multitask two lanes. I don't know. You know, the help just can't, can't, you know, get that through their brain or something. It's like, oh, I've got two lanes. I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know. I, but it's insane. I keep saying it can't get worse. It's got to start getting better and it never does. It just <laughs> yeah. never, it yeah. never gets better. That's, yep. that's just the lie we tell ourselves. So then that leads me to my gripe. <laughs> oh, this wasn't even your gripe. That wasn't even my gripe. <laughs> Holy those were, crap. Those were I, just observations. <laughs> your observations are pretty gripey because I thought we were done. I'm ready. I got oh, the next thing oh, queued no, up. I got, ready I got, to I got go. one more. I got one more. Greg, Greg's gripe is operating at one gripe plane <laughs> capacity right now. The one gripe lane is closed off. I told you we before we started. He put cones in front of two of the gripe lanes, and now they're all all the gripes right. are cute. I've got my gripe cones oh, my out. Goodness. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, here's the gripe from today. I made the mistake of ordering through the app again at McDonald's. <laughs> or just a glutton for fun. <laughs> being chained up there whipping you i don't know why i keep coming here they just whip me i don't know i, 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 don't, I know what's gonna happen you won't get assumed the position whack thank you sir may i have another yeah. whack thank you sir may i have another and then you complain about it every time i go there they beat me on the rear with a bat like, you know they're doing it yeah I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me why i keep doing it so today i ordered through the app and it, i've done it a it's couple podcast times fodder, so go yeah. ahead and keep going well i've done it a couple times and been successful so i thought oh. i'm on a roll so they gave you a little but pace. it's like a it's All like right. yes yeah, every like, once in a while we got to give him a winner so it's like a go. casino yeah you get you push your luck yeah i, I got yeah. the penny slots a couple times <laughs> so today i did it i ordered and what i do is i order on my way there and I've, i hit complete and that way when i get there i can hit the button that says i'm here and pull into a slot and you enter the number of whatever slot you pull into mm-hmm. pretty easy it's not bad so i get there today and i'm Going past the drive-thru, so I hit, I'm here, because I know that gives me time then to pull into the slot, and then I look ahead of me, and there's two giant sign trucks. They're blocking all five of the pull-in lanes for the curbside pickup, so you can't pull into any one of them. So now we have a closed dining room. One lane drive through and five lanes of. And you've already ordered on the app. Did yeah, you pay? So, well, yeah, and I paid. Oh, well, you're done. So, but I still had the option up to hit pick up inside. So I hit pick up inside and it gave me a number. So I pulled my Jeep into one of the other slots, the regular parking lot spots. I got out, started walking in and the girl from the drive through yells at me, our dining room's closed. You can't go in there. And I, I held up my, I go, it gave me a number. I said, you don't have any slots open. What am I supposed to do? And she's like, just go over there. We'll find you. <laughs> I like how she's mad at you. Like, I am trying to literally I'm give money to the rules. Yeah. I, just, I do everything you ask me for. And like the, the well, guys, can you stand on one foot? Now jump, jump. <laughs> Higher. Sorry. We yeah. can't, we still can't give you your food. Yeah. I go, this number doesn't apply to any of these slots. It's for inside. And it's like, no, you can't come in. And it's like, I don't get it. And the, the stupid sign trucks. So you got these two giant sign trucks with the big ladders and everything. Yeah. But the two guys from them are over at the big brown McDonald's pole with the big M's on top. They're painting it with paintbrushes at the bottom. At like brown. So you guys got to move these stupid trucks so that people can park here to get their food. Somebody needs to complain. <laughs> Sounds like you did. <laughs> well, I did here. Oh. <laughs> I need to call in and register some of my complaints, I think. We'll I'd be on the phone we'll for two tag hours. We'll them on uh, the podcast. Yeah. They'll, they'll yeah. hear it. Oh, yeah. they'll oh, hear about oh, it. Oh, they'll hear. So, yeah. I'll send that was, it to, I'll send it to why Ronald McDonald they, himself. <laughs> why would management allow those trucks to park sideways across all five of the curbside pickup lanes? So they don't have to go out and give uh, pickup orders? Yeah, so you, so you can't do the pickup orders. You can't. You barely can do the drive-through because it's, it's busy, basic, and you can't walk in the it's restaurant. Basically, the cone to the pickup orders. Oh my gosh! Yeah, those big cones. <laughs> so I think McDonald's needs to bring back 
uh, some of their character because they got rid of McDonald, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, they got they rid of just bring back Grimace because that's what everybody does. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, why am I here? Why did I do this? When oh, I start talking no. like the hamburger, <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm just a glutton for it. I don't know what it, I just picture a hamburger running out and smacking the food out of your hands <laughs> before you get your drink. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's great. Yeah. And then the problem, we went to Dunkin' Donuts for the, our, well, you can't get a burrito there. We like to get a burrito, breakfast burrito. You can't get a breakfast burrito in town. You know, it's like, and all the, so I ordered a croissant sandwich and it's literally one of those they plop into the microwave and they bring it over. <laughs> it's pretty gross. So anyways, I won't go into Dunkin' Donuts. I won't rip on them tonight. At least they were open. We could get in and it's fun. What's funny. I'm sorry. I'm just getting a little long. That's all right. But what's funny is there's this, Besides me and Dan, there's this group of old guys that always sat at the front end of McDonald's there in the mornings. Well, we know that they've moved over to Burger King. This morning they're at Duncan. <laughs> this is this group of old guys. They just move around. <laughs> they're complaining about this. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> so, anyways, that's all I've got. That was, I'm sorry, kind of a long gripe, but, um, yeah. McDonald's back on the chopping block again. All right. We're really turning out the heat on them now. Yes, yeah. we are. They have to be feeling it. They are. They have been. Put yeah, I'm on feeling notice. Walmart coming on next week, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, Walmart. I'm not okay. I'm not even going because they're, they're terrible. We have we haven't ripped on them for a while. And I used to like. I used to. I used to defend Walmart. I had family just rip on you, kill mama. I defend them. It's like I can't. I just. I've turned. I'm done. I'm done with yeah. Walmart. Uh, All right, you done? Yep. I feel let's better. Talk. I feel better. I feel a release of negative energy. <laughs> well, let's talk some candy. Now, Ooh, Halloween's like candy. coming up. This isn't Halloween candy, although you could get this as Halloween candy. Yes, you can. But, but this isn't Halloween candy talk. This is just regular candy talk. Skittles has come out, and they've made a little noise here because they're getting a new flavor. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they're switching out their green from green apple to lime. Now they're switching it back to lime because originally the original flavors were, were orange, lemon, strawberry, grape, and lime. Now Skittles came out in 1979. That was the original lineup. Yep. In 2013, for whatever reason, they decided to go and change the green from lime to green apple. Now it said here in this article it said rumor has it that green apple outperformed <laughs> lime in a taste test. Maybe that is true. Maybe it's not. But they're bringing back lime. And for me personally, I am I like Skittles. Okay, I mean I'm not like just loving Skittles, but I like Skittles, and I always like lime way better than green apple. See, I like green apple. Now see, that's I want to get back to that. In just a minute. <laughs> that's a, that's I want to talk. But it, it, in the article though too, it also says that Skittles they do this thing where they introduce new flavors from time to time. This isn't that. They're actually changing it permanently to go from green apple back to lime because Skittles would do that thing where they'd have like the mystery flavor. Remember then, the Halloween ones, the, the zombie, the zombie ones. Those were uh. gross. They tasted like natural gas. <laughs> Because you'd get them, not all of them were that way. Some of them were normal. Some of them, it had like a natural gas. How natural gas smells, that was kind of the taste. It, was the, it wasn't like the like puke stuff. But it, when you ate it, it was like, ugh, I had some pumpkin bars this weekend that tasted like pumpkin candles smell. You know how you can taste something, eat something, and yeah. it tastes like something smells? That's yeah. what these pumpkin bar, bars taste. There's one that's over at uh, my mother-in-law's when we were moving over there the other day. Hmm. They had these pumpkin bars that were... Hmm. Like pumpkin candles. <laughs> well, this this had me thinking when you said green apple. For me personally, most candy flavors that are like you get the artificial flavors, I think green apple is one of the worst ones. It never tastes like apple. And I like apples. I don't think green apple is done well. Any, I like Jolly Rancher for the most part. I think Jolly Rancher does a pretty good job with their flavors. Except green apple does not taste <laughs> like green apple. It tastes like stink bug to me. Yeah, I, I think it's how stink bug tastes. I, or I second that because a lot of the green apple flavorings you get, it's mostly just kind of dull and they're, they're weird. They're dull. I don't know it, what it, it does is. Feel off. Yeah, I, for some reason, I like them. I mean, it's like it's, I wouldn't say it tastes like apple for sure, but it's a flavor I like. So say I, I do I like, like the lime. apple, and I don't. But I just think I think green apple is a hard flavor for candies to get. And another flavor that I will say, and and I love this fruit. I love watermelon. Watermelon is one of my favorite. I think a lot of the the candies that are, they say they're watermelon flavored 
do not taste like watermelon. I don't know what it's, you'll eat. It's like, it's some it's, synthetic it's, watermelon flavor that they've sweet, come up with. It's really sickening sweet usually. And it's like this, like an off putting cough medicine. Yeah. It's like, it's not watermelon. There's I, no seeds. No, no, grape, lemon, lime, orange, cherry, strawberry. Those, they, they've got that dialed in. I think, you know, raspberry, blue raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Apparently I, blue is a flavor, yeah. <laughs> but well, they have green apple. So yeah. I've never seen a blue raspberry in the wild. I don't know why blue is thrown There's in there. There's blueberries, but, but yes. So, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like apple and, and watermelon, at least to me, are, are two of the flavors that they do not do well most of the time. Yeah. I'll agree that they don't taste like what you would think apple would taste like, but I do like the flavor. So. And speaking of the different flavors, yeah, I like stink is, bugs too, though. So. Oh, well, you can eat those. <laughs> They're all over the place right now. They are. You've got handfuls. <laughs> Cicada, it's like, it's like cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> Crunchy stink bugs. Ugh. Green apple. Mm. <laughs> but Jelly Belly is another one. They have 8,000 flavors. And well, for yeah, the most they part, got some I, gross like, ones I too. like most of their, I'm not, I don't like the cinnamon. Do you like popcorn? Hot cinnamon. You know what? I, I used to not like popcorn. I like the popcorn. I've gotten to where I'll, it's okay. I can tolerate it. It's got kind of the salty taste. The one I do like, I like the caramel corn one because mm-hmm. it's kind of a salt and sweet. Or isn't there one? a uh, toasted coconut one? I like, uh, maybe, I like that yeah, one too. I'm not a big probably. Fan. <laughs> the one flavor I really don't like with uh, Jelly Belly is pear. Pear, it, it's green and yeah. it's like dark green spots. It tastes how a stink bug smells to me. <laughs> See, and, and I, I like that, that one. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I, I throw those out. Well, throw them my way if you're oh. going to throw them. The same way if, if I, I haven't gotten Jolly Ranchers in a long time, but when I got Jolly Ranchers, I would go and if I ever got a green one, Boop, right yeah. out the window. I'm like, I ain't even eating that one. It's going out the window. I look around, can I get a grape? Crack somebody's windshield behind him. Don't care. I don't, <laughs> as long as I don't have to eat it, I don't care what happens to it. I like the energy beans myself. Yeah, the extreme sport beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo. Do they we'll have a jolly, or do they, uh, uh, green, green apple one in those? <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> we can talk about this more extensive, but you were talking up upstairs that you had a certain candy that you like. Candy corn. I hate candy corn. That's right. That's for me. That is a rung below the uh, peeps. <laughs> I mean, peeps are peeps are my all time. I hate peeps. Yeah. They're terrible. Candy corn. And I would, as a kid, I would eat it eventually because it's it's sugar. So you're like, I'll eat them. There's no taste to them. There's nothing. It's waxy sugar. Yeah. There's no like. What taste is candy corn? What does it taste like? I don't know. Candy corn. It's super sweet and. It's kind of waxy. Like stink bugs. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, not even stink bugs. I don't even get a taste out of them. Yeah. I, candy corn's weird because I wouldn't go out on a limb and say I love candy corn. But like tonight, Lori brought some in, set them on the table. If they're there, I'll eat them. I, I made it because I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> I think another unpopular opinion maybe that I've got. Oh, I'll throw it out. We love unpopular opinions. Well, I don't know. I, go strong. I feel like I go against the grain on this one. I love the circus peanuts. See, see I'm iffy peanuts. about this. I, when I was a kid, I loved them. I love them. And then as I got older, it's kind of like uh, my dad loved circus peanuts, and I don't have them like hardly ever. No, but when I do, it's like, oh man. I, well, one thing, for one thing, didn't you buy luck a pack- getting a fresh circus peanut? <laughs> Most of the time, you can use yeah. it as a doorstop. You can wedge it in. <laughs> it's so hard, you're not gonna, you're, you can't break it. Yeah. Did you get some of those when we were on vacation? Circus peanuts? Yeah. No. What was it you got? Takis. You got the Takis? Is that what Takis? you're talking about? Oh, okay. Are you I talking about the crunchy, the spicy, little like snack? Sure. I'm not, uh, yeah. I don't remember what Takis no. are. Well, I got Takis. Uh, <laughs> They're like the little like chip roll ups and they put a ton of like the okay. heat seasoning yeah, and stuff yeah. on there. Yeah, that's right. At that gas station? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Derailed us off of Skittles. Nope, that was it. I was done with that. So oh, I was, okay. I didn't know if you had anything else. To I don't add. like Skittles necessarily. Like they're not my go-to, yeah, but they're not my I go-to. I would be but... glad the lime flavors back. I'll eat them if they're around or like, especially like when, you know, my son was little and they go trick or treating. He was never a big candy fan, especially that kind of candy. So if you got the little Skittles packs, I always grab those out. Like, nah, I'll eat the Skittles. Yeah. I get it. They're not. They're not like the the best candy. It's not like Reese's or Snickers or something. But it's like, meh, I'll I'll eat those. Yeah. I can eat them. Speaking of green candies, how did they get deter? Well, how did it come about that green M and M's were kind of a aphrodisiac or a? I you'd hear that like for many years now. It's like 
Oh, green M&M. And, you know, like, well, for joke. I have never found that it, w- it well, worked. No, I haven't but. either. But it's like, <laughs> have you ever heard that? I mean, oh, yeah. like, uh, even for joke birthday, yeah. uh, if you're doing, like, a, somebody's 50th birthday or something, it's a joke, and you got a prescription bottle, and somebody will fill it full of green M&Ms and say, there you go, that's for, you know, uh, getting you in the mood or whatever. And it's like, how did that ever... Uh. You know, you always hear about people, you know, rock musicians and their writers. They want certain colored M&Ms in their bowl or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I never understood the whole green one thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, so, I, I've i heard that. I mean, especially like in high school, it's always like, oh, save the green M&Ms, give them to your girlfriend. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here, have a green M&M. Oh, thanks. I like M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is our official product tester. You need to get on that. All right. Well, and do you know that as on the uh, uh, commercials, the green M and M is the female character? Mm, yeah, uh, yes, she is. So I think that they're they're perpetuating that stereotype. They are. Uh, oh, hey, I just typed that in. There's a Snopes on that. Is there huh. green M and M's as an Afro aphrodisiac? Is it true? No. <laughs> <laughs> Says. The uh, Mars Company has been producing M&M chocolate candy since 1938. Mike? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, 42. 41. Oh, oh, right on it. The peanut variety was introduced Those a little later. Those weren't bad grabs were just out of the blue yeah. like that. The peanut though. M&Ms were, were introduced a little bit later at? 56. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. Oh, <laughs> 61. Mm, 54. Ooh. Says various rumors have since been attached to different colors of the candy. The green ones are an aphrodisiac. If the last candy out of the bag is red, make a wish and it'll come true. Ooh, I've never oh, heard that. Oh, I've never heard that. I if the last heard. candy out of the bag is yellow, you should call in sick and stay home. Oh, I wonder why. Orange M and M's are for are good luck. Uh-oh. Yeah, I keep them in my Uh-oh. pocket all the time. <laughs> and this because Van Halen. Oh, I think they only wanted brown M and M's, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. What's well, this here? Brown M&M's are bad luck. Note that all these rumors were developed by consumers, not the company. The rumor that these green candies are an aphrodisiac apparently started or at least gained prominence in the 1970s. Yep. When students reportedly picked the green ones out of the package to feed to the objects of their desires. That's probably when I heard it, like late 70s. Yeah, it would have been in high school. So at that time, an average of 10% of plain M&Ms and 20% of uh, peanut M&Ms were green. I wonder why more green peanut M&Ms. I don't know. Why are the green M&Ms were attributed, why the green M&Ms were attributed with this power is unknown. Perhaps because the color was always been associated with feeling... With healing and fertility. Oh, I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that, too. So. I think some 12-year-old said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so said that in 1976, the red M&Ms were temporarily taken off the market yes, after the die. FDA banned the use of red dye number two. A rumor spread that the red ones were such a powerful aphrodisiac that M&M Oh, the red Mars, ones were, too? It says here, and yeah, because after, after they were banned. So then a rumor spread that the red ones were such a powerful aphrodisiac that Mars employees were pocketed them directly off the production <laughs> line. <laughs> Sheesh. Well, there's your M&M knowledge tonight. That's uh <laughs> Yep. A little more. It says in 92, a California lawyer named Wendy Jaffe cashed in on the legend and started a company named Cool Chocolates, Inc. Her company's sole product was green M&M-like candy sold under the name The Green Ones. M&M Mars claimed trademark infringement in part because the characters on the Green One packages were quite similar to the trademarked M&M cartoon figures. That's a no-no. agreed to change the name and packaging of her product. They were subsequently sold under the name Greenies. (laughs) And they look nothing like an (laughs) M&M. There you go. So it is not true, everybody. I'm sorry. It is false. But anyway, there you go. There's our Skittle talk. There's candy our Skittle talk. Candy, candy talk. talk. All right. So now I want to talk about Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Because first off, because I think I'm going to make a statement. Mountain Dew is absolute garbage. 
I think Mountain Dew is disgusting. I used to like it until I was about eight, and I developed, I guess, some taste buds and got like even at eight, I'm like, yeah, this is this is awful. This is not for distinguishing case. <laughs> distinguished case. Distinguished case. Just a little plebeians, plebeians or whatever, like yeah. me. So. No, I think that's what I was going to say. No, I think I think Mike likes Mountain Dew. Correct. I do. Yes. I have. I just. I don't know that taste or there's something. You know, I am just not a fan. Of there's a lot Dew. of, uh, and this is where we're going to with the story. There's a lot of different variations they made of Mountain Dew. Yes. I don't really like a lot of those. I I just a can of Mountain Dew. That's I'm good with just a can of Mountain Dew. <clears throat> you don't like the different like lightning or the the Baja Blast thing from Taco Bell. That's not bad, but I don't want that. Every time, either. right? So, I'm kind of so so with Mountain Dew. The problem is, is due to doctor's orders, I'm supposed to cut back on caffeine, so Mountain I don't partake of Mountain Dew any longer. But I used to like it, um, but yeah, can't really have it anymore, so I don't drink it. <laughs> well, what this I found it. I might start after this article. Yeah, well, <laughs> I heard I heard on the news this, so I kind of looked it up. PepsiCo, which owns Mountain Dew. And I guess Mountain Dew is, is one of its heavy hitters. It's it's oh, yeah. one of its money makers. Yeah. So they, that's why all of the different flavors they push it out yeah. there all the time because they want to sell product. They yeah. want to move product. Well, they've partnered partnered up with Sam Adams Brewer, the Boston <laughs> Beer Company, and they're making an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew, and it's yeah. slated to come out in early 2022. So yeah, so the, they have three flavors as of right now. They have the standard Mountain Dew flavor. They also have black cherry, and they have watermelon. <laughs> well, this is not green apple. I was say green apple. Where's no. that at? And it, what I think what it's trying to do is trying to compete with the gigantic burgeoning hard seltzer. Yes. Yep. Um, exactly. Category of adult beverages because uh, Coca Cola came out with the they're they're coming out with like topo chico hard seltzer and so pepsi's trying to come up with something to compete with that this is going to have five percent alcohol uh, i think they said that there was going to be a couple of uh limited editions that may have a little more than that but who are they who are they <laughs> marketing this to that's what i don't I, I, who, who is who is the person like 10 well, year olds i greatly look forward to the uh what was it black black cherry yeah the black cherry <laughs> alcoholic Mountain Dew after my flaming hot Cheetos. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Because and I don't see how they get away with this. Be- Camel cigarettes got <laughs> in all kinds of trouble soon ahead because they had Joe Camel. They said, right. this is marketing to children. That's all this product is for. Yeah. It's for children. And now it's like, you I like was- Mountain Dew kids? How'd you <laughs> like some with some alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. I feel like the age demographic on Mountain Dew is yeah, it's uh there's pretty, a few adults, young, but... weirdos, that like Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Relax, everybody. You know, you don't, you know, you don't have very good taste, then you you like the Mountain Dew. You need that that sweet sugary kick to get it going. No. <laughs> well, that's what my extreme sport beans are for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll get alcoholic extreme sport beans. Ooh. Now we've been talking. But anyway, well, you really get a buzz because you so you got the caffeine buzz from the Mountain Dew. Now throw the alcohol buzz along with it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you both. Which both alcohol? Go. A lot of times people it'll kind of drag them down, doesn't it? So like you got this whole know. now you got the it'll upper just, you'll, you'll caffeine out. thing going with the kind of alcohol thing going. I don't know. You could wind up with a weird buzz. The I think baseline. So <laughs> and actually, like Pepsi Cola and Coca Cola. Their value has been diminishing every year because people just are not drinking as much soda. And another thing I saw where I've cut beer back. category is actually dropped. Like it's down two point eight percent. Hard seltzer is killing people. Hard uh, seltzer is like as has went up. I think they said the first year, first couple of years it was out, it was about five hundred million dollar a year. Yeah. And now it's like billions, billions yeah, yep. of dollars. And so that's another reason. Well, I think. it's healthy, you know, hard seltzer. It's <laughs> well, a, you know, I'll see the cans and there'll be like 100 calories for a hard seltzer. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what a beer is, but pretty sure it all you drink started. a beer at nine in the morning, you're an alcoholic. You drink a hard mm-hmm. seltzer, you're, you're a health nut. Yeah. yeah. Are you drinking? It's hard. It's seltzer. Seltzer see, water. See, Mike. No <laughs> <could laughs> sugar. Mike could have a alcoholic Mountain Dew in his shower. He could. 
And it does say that these supposedly they're coming out. They're going to be zero sugar. So that's they are. What? So it's going to have stevia or uh, yeah. aspartame, and yeah. or are they going to be like a seltzer? It doesn't. It doesn't really say. Yeah, then how's on, it going to have the Mountain Dew flavor? I'm not on the seltzer kick. I it just, says here it's a, it's it's called it's hard Mountain Dew alcoholic beverage. So huh. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this. Yeah, Next I, thing they'll have Mountain Dew chewables <laughs> down at the cannabis store. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, go get some Mountain Extreme Dew chewables. That might be the sweet spot. Yeah, because then you got the caffeine. Won't, won't the they marijuana. kind of work against each other? Because the whole thing with Mountain Dew is they're like extreme sports. Yeah, all yeah. revved up and hyped up. And you throw the cannabis in it, you know, like, like, which is it? <laughs> I don't know. See, I see cannabis more like Mr. Pibb. Uh, just kind of <laughs> slow and mellow. Nobody really <laughs> mellow yellow. Mountain Dew's, Mountain Dew's a little too hyped up, a little too hyper. Yeah, but yeah. So Pepsi, Pepsi, and and the beer companies are all looking for any way they can do to to try to bring in more money. So I guess whatever it takes. I guess there yeah. you go. So we're gonna have some hard Mountain Dew. I'm sure Mike will product test that. I I would give that one a shot. So, would you give it a whirl? Everybody sold out to the seltzer. Everybody sold out to the seltzer. We'll send you a six pack of that along with uh, something from a few episodes back, the ultraviolet mecha banana oh. all together. Woo! Like a weekend package. <laughs> Get in trouble. I'll be uh, arrested at the police station. He was wielding his mecha banana, his ultraviolet yeah, banana. That's right. He was intoxicated. All right. I've got one more thing to talk about, and this was super disturbing and awful. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I don't even know if I can talk about this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep. It, it, it's a delicate subject. It has so. a lot to do with the boxes we were talking about last week. What boxes were those? What did we? The liquor clerks. What you have to do to boxes? <laughs> oh, yes. yes. I'm sorry. So actually, they would fit right why? in. This is, this is Peter put out this ad. Why they put it out? I don't know. I think. What does it, this have to do with Peter? Well, see, the only thing they're trying to get people, I think, to go vegan so that you don't eat meat but it doesn't really say that basically what it starts off with and it shows different pieces of fruit and some vegetables and it's trying to say that this is a a a natural or healthy substitute for like the blue chew products or the viagra products or the for him or for hers products kind of like to to improve your sex life or something and it shows it starts off with a kiwi that's cut in half and then it goes to like a, a pepper that's sliced in half and then an orange and it there all it shows is a close up of them and people's hands and they're rubbing on them and they're Very sticking disturbing. their fingers in it and they're rubbing the strawberry and the avocado and it says things like avocados will give you stamina to keep you going for hours go vegan and your partner will thank you and then uh yeah, it says, want to spice things up in the bedroom? <laughs> Chili peppers will have you hot and heavy in no time. Forget a those green of OJ, uh, yeah. a, squirt, a squirt of OJ. <laughs> I can't even say. A squirt of OJ can increase blood flow to important organs. Okay. Well, it shows all these different. Well, then it has somebody with the orange. I don't know what's happening, but they, they like stick their thumb in and just, just yeah. totally just squeeze the orange as hard as they can. Like, who is it? I, I don't know who that one is for, but it's like, that does not look very, I don't think that's putting you in the mood. I don't care what kind of fruit you're going to use. It's like, no, but I, I saw this and I was like, this is very disturbing. It came up in my feed as I scrolling through and I'm like, what am I, what am I looking at? What is this? So yeah, PETA wants you to, uh, just please stop eating. They want you to fondle fruit and vegetables. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of fruits and vegetables anyway. And after I was like, I really don't want to eat any, any fruits and vegetables now. Give me, I'll stick uh, with the meat. I'm going to have a big burger. See, I thought PETA steak. stood for people eating tasty meat. But maybe it is. <laughs> oh, that'd be an A. No. Tasty oh, animals. A. Animals. Animals. That's what I meant. Yeah. Meat. <laughs> yeah, meat. <laughs> Pete them. Yeah. Oh. We went to public school. Give us yeah. A break. Yeah. Give us a PETA animals. That's what I had in my head, but it didn't come out of my mouth that way. All right. All right. Well, that's all I had for that. But I think you, unless, unless you're enthralled with that video, like, no, I can't quit watching it. No, not at all. It's not as ripe as it was before. Uh, it's too ripe, I think, oh, is the man. problem. I think you got us a, a story about, uh, 
a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Guy so won the, a marathon. Yeah, guy won a marathon. I mean, it's congratulations. Seems, yeah, seems like a pretty, you know. It see, it starts out very normal. You know, talking about two, um, uh, where were they from? Kenyan Kenya. guys, two mm-hmm. Kenyan, two Kenyan guys leading the marathon race. As always, was always what it is going to be. Those guys are incredible distance runners. They are. They just you're not going to beat them. So this was the Quad Cities Marathon, and uh, up in. Uh, Quad Cities of Illinois and Iowa there. Okay. And um, they had Local a marathon story. last weekend. And um, and actually, an Illinois man actually won the race. Wow. Yeah, it's it's the first time, I think it's said. That guy's since, shoes were melting as fast as he was going to get past those two Kenyans. <laughs> I, man, you would think. I mean, How many f- extreme sport beans did that guy <laughs> he have? He had to have a lot. Okay. Yeah, because he is. Maybe he chugged f- the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Probably. He had, the, he had the Mountain Dew, Extreme Beans. He was gone. He's, yeah. 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 Fine. Probably squeezed some fruit before he ran. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's the first U.S. runner since 2001 to win the race. So Jeez. that tells you the domination that the Kenyans have had in this race. 20 years. <clears throat> well, there, there's, a, there's a little reason <laughs> the Kenyans didn't win this race. They were both – there was two of them. They were both ahead of the guy from Illinois – but it sounds like it said they had far outpaced him, um, but they were disqualified because they went off course because they were following the lead bicycle, and the, the guy was on the bicycle, kind of I guess you know checking the the roads ahead of them, make sure things are clear that they can get through. But the bicycle guy took the wrong turn and went straight instead of turning, and the two Kenyan guys followed him. Well, then the Illinois guy came, turned where he was supposed to turn, won the race. Oh, <laughs> man. So, so did the Illinois guy hire the bicycle guy and say, hey, listen, when you get up there, you need to go to the right. I know it's going to say left. Just go to the right. <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the, um, so the, the Illinois guy won 3,000 bucks. The, tr- the race organizer said they would try to do something to compensate the Kenyans, maybe some energy beans or something, <laughs> um, something like that. But, uh, yeah, this guy he he legitimately wins. He gets the three thousand uh, bucks. The bicycle guy, I think the Kenyans probably beat him to death <laughs> after the race. Uh, yeah, that, that, how this is like a Seinfeld episode where the the, the racer is alarmed and go. I'm like, oh no, they're winning the race and then they go the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> how do they know where we're going? Yeah, well, again, you think that you, if you're going to run the race, wouldn't you have got there? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to walk this race out well, or run they, this race a couple did. times or something. Drive it. I want to know where every, where am I turning? Where am I doing this? Well, according to the organizer of the race, that's the reason they're disqualified is because I guess there, he said there was plenty of signage telling you to turn. I doubt it was written in Kenyan, but there's plenty of signage. They did a walk through the night before. That so he said these runners should have known where they were going. Now yeah, the bicycle guy probably should have known that too, but well for whatever reason <laughs> he he went straight and so did they. Can you imagine if somebody's on a nice bike ride that day, just <laughs> off wherever wherever his eyes take him, you know. <laughs> Well, it's like the bicycle. That that is kind of a raw deal because like they got a guy that's out there pacing, the, the kind of clearing the way. <laughs> and especially if you're from another country, maybe you think, well, maybe they maybe the course was changed. I'm following yeah. the bicycle. I'm following guy. the bicycle guy. I mean, he's the guy that's running the way. So I do feel bad for the. Kenyans oh, I feel I feel really bad for. Him. How'd you like to go and train? And you're like, we've got the. Oh, we are winning. Look, we are so far ahead. Yeah. And then at some point, don't you like? Man, we got to be getting close to the finish line. Don't we? We've been running for a long time. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine next year's race? Bicycle guy comes back. Hi, I'm Bob. I'm the bicycle rider. No, you're yeah. done. You're done. <laughs> you're not riding the bike anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness! But he we'll said, be, yeah, uh, the, the we'll signage be hearing about is... that job classified actually. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bike rider for a marathon. <laughs> it's the only way I might be able to finish a marathon. I couldn't even do it then, probably. <laughs> it said the. Sayolo was one of the guys, the grandson of Kenya running great Joseph Zhao, was on a near record pace before the mishap. He had been training in New Mexico and was trying to scrape together enough money to stay in the U.S. with his wife (laughs) and children. That money would have, all he needed was $2,090 and they could have stayed. (laughs) 
the worst. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I, the wife and kids are on the plane crying. No, daddy, I don't want to leave. I will do what I can to get the money. I'll try. I'll find a job. Yeah, he probably goes back disgraced to his country now. <laughs> the poor guy. Two of them. I mean, it's like, yeah, they're just outpacing this guy. <laughs> so now the guy from Illinois, too, he wins. You got a masters knowing, on that. But yeah, like but knowing. You won because the, the Kenyans followed the bicyclist who went the wrong way. Yeah. Knowing you were losing, but winning. And it's like, you got to live with that, man. But hey, you know, he didn't, he followed the course. I think I'd almost he, rather come in third. Like you came in there. I said, "Well, I lost to two Kenyans." Yeah, rather than come in first with it. What, what's this asterisk for? Um, yeah, because uh, at least yeah, you come in third. I beat two out. Kenyans that were just kicking my rear end, and they yeah. turned the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that you could say I but lost out to two Kenyans. I lost to Kenyans. Yeah, I beat three hundred other people, but I lost to two the Kenyans. guys that do nothing in their country but just run. That's all. <laughs> every record out there is by a Kenyan, just about. And I think he's like a track and field coach at his school, wherever he teaches. So I'm sure his students are probably like. Coach, you cheated, man. <laughs> or is he, you know, try to use that as a pickup line? Hey, I beat the Kenyans in the race. Yeah. <laughs> You're our hero. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's really going to help you out. No, I don't think so. So anyways, you should see what I can do to an orange. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a happy and sad story. It was, for it was the happy? Illinois, for the Illinois guy, happy. The so you didn't tell us guy. about the guy losing his family before, because that's why we're making fun. It's all, then it's like, you do that a lot. It's like, da, da, da. oh, and they died. Like, you got to give us well, a heads up no, on no, these. Well, I didn't know. you got to tell us this. Read ahead a little bit. Like, hey, listen, I got this story. It sounds funny. The guy's dead at the end. Or, oh, his family's deported. Well, then all the fun's gone oh, out Oh, Mike and I are sitting here ripping on it. Like, oh, and his wife and kids were sent back to Kenya. <laughs> Penniless. Like, oh, well, this is a terrible story. <laughs> Well, see, yeah, that that takes the wind out like of the jerks. sail. That takes the wind out of the sail. You say Greg really rerouted us. In that, <laughs> I would in that story. Greg I would be the bicyclist down going down the wrong path. The finish line was to the left. He took us to the right. That's right. Way okay, off that's all I got on that. That's all you got on that. All right. Well, let's go to Reno. Out right. in Reno, and I read this story, and I had to look up this. Isn't there, is there a song Reno? I Reno. Know, maybe. Shot a man in Reno. Just to watch, Just to him, watch die. him die. Yeah. Um, I looked up the uh, the the place that put this article out because I thought, is this satire? Because anymore you're like, I, maybe this is satire. <laughs> it is not. This is a quote unquote reputable news agency, the Mercury News. Reno considers banning whips downtown, whip cracking citywide. That's the, that's the, that's the headline. <laughs> this, uh, I, I've got some questions, but yeah. Well, let me just, let me just get yeah, into yeah. this. So it said city leaders, are, city leaders are moving, uh, toward and a law. Too. <laughs> and leaders, leaders. <laughs> the city leaders are moving toward a law that would prohibit harmful or annoying cracking <laughs> of whips in all parts of the city. As well as a mere possession of whips downtown. My first thought is, <laughs> how big of a problem yeah. is is bullwhips and readers being <laughs> this whip cracking all over town? Is this, this a big problem? This might really be hurting the like the adult toy business. I don't know. <laughs> it says the latest revision oh, was presented geez. at Wednesday's city council meeting because of concerns that language introduced a month ago was too broad. The draft of the ordinance now states it is prohibited. So they already had an ordinance, and it, they, the, the the citizenry don't think it's strong enough. There's still too much bullwhipping going around. <laughs> okay, here's what it says. It is prohibited to crack a whip so as to injure, annoy, interfere with, or endanger the comfort, <laughs> repose, health, peace, or safety of another citywide. It is prohibited to possess a whip in an area bounded by Interstate 80, Kitesky <laughs> Lane, Plum Lane, and McCarran Boulevard. This includes downtown and the river walk between McCarran and Interstate 580. So you can still have your whip on you as long as you're not downtown. <laughs> That's right. You just can't be cracking it. And, and you, you can't know. crack it as to injure, annoy, interfere no. with, or endanger the comfort, <laughs> repose, health, peace, or safety of another. 
The, I like this. The memo states that exemptions can be made for for <laughs> yeah. permitted use, for instance, as an artistic expression. Yeah, so there you go, Greg. There you go. Yeah, you're, you're kind covered. of an artistic expression of it. Well, maybe you paint with your whip. <laughs> yeah. I like to really throw my my hips into it. It's a it's a form of expressive dance with the whip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the agenda packet for Wednesday's meeting included a letter supporting the ban, many of them from residents of a condominium tower. They objected to the gunshot sound of the whips. Some said they had been deliberately intimidated by whip crackers. <laughs> whip crackers. <laughs> the mean-spirited individuals scared whip the crackers. Jesus out of me. What's that? The, there's a quote here. The mean-spirited individual scared the bejesus out of me. One letter, one letter writer suggested that Man. the city designate a location where people could crack their whips. Can you see that big field? They're out there. <laughs> While another was adamant they should do it in the privacy of their own homes. Like, what is happening in Reno? I am not going to Reno. I just picture people just everywhere. Just it's a wild west out here. Going to a restaurant. Can you have me? Uh, would you like to whip cracking or non whip cracking section? <laughs> it's like, well, well I'm trying to cut, I'm trying to section. cut back. Well, actually, that sounds like uh, McDonald's where Greg goes to get yeah. his punishment. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I picture like the old days where we had the smoking area. They got, yeah, oh, no whip cracking within 15 feet of the door. You got to go outside and get 15 feet down. They're eating. You got to stop. What are you going? Ah, I got to go out and whip crack for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey boy, you can't system. do that here. <laughs> Greg, don't you want to rip, whip crack? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to quit. I got the patch now. <laughs> it's some gum. I got some gum. Uh, I'm into jump roping now. Whenever I get into wanting to just, you know, whip crack, I just chew some gum. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I just, I read that article. I'm like, what? That is strange. Reno is insane. I don't know what is happening there, but, uh, Yes, they are. I'm scared to go. That's for sure. I got nothing else. Did you guys have anything you want to add to that? I wonder if you can do like, uh, you know, electronic whip crapping on your cracking on your phone. You know, like have a sound, like a wave file. You know, would that would well, you get in trouble? It says it. It said it, you didn't want to have the sounds. It wasn't just the whip crack. It was yeah. the sound too. So yeah. Probably. So probably can't have it on your phone. What if you're watching a TV show and somebody crap, cracks a whip? Cracks a whip. <laughs> if they crap a whip, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a problem. Doing it wrong. <laughs> what if your wife tells you to do something and she cracks a whip? <laughs> ah, she's in trouble. Yeah. Well, I'm calling on my wife. She's cracking the whip on me. <laughs> that's right. We'll be right there. <laughs> I think uh, Reno must be dealing with some big whiplash because of all this. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> they might be. They might be. But apparently, uh, it's a huge problem. So hopefully they get that taken care of we're behind you 100 percent, reno i think uh over the tornado sirens or something they need to be broadcasting uh devo whip it good yeah, that's right <laughs> oh you probably can't play that song there oh because well, well. there's a whip whip i can't say whip, it. whip sound. cracking sound yes, in there it. is no yes there is so any song that's got that i gotta say well, maybe i think it's designated long, whipping areas well yeah as long as you're over 18 then you should be allowed to crack the whip <laughs> I picture him going in to a store. <laughs> they have the, the whips up there selling. Can I, are you 18? I see some. We card everybody. Yeah. We card everybody for whip I'm cracking. I'm 37. <laughs> you got to use the designated whip cracking area, please. Put a silencer on your whip. Yeah, you could. Uh, you yeah. could try to do that. It's not the same. It's not. <laughs> It's basically a stick with a piece of yarn tied to it. Yeah. This is a terrible whip. <laughs> it's not doing anything. That's a safety whip. Sorry. That's what we have to have here at Reno now. The training. Training whip. <laughs> you get those when you're like one or two. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they got to roll. You can't snap them. you get your first real bull whip. Oh, yeah. my first whip. <laughs> yeah. Those little tiny ones for concealed carry. <laughs> so anyway, apparently that is a huge problem. Hopefully they get it under control. Yeah. So if you are going to Reno, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Reno, be careful. With your whip. With your whip. And around whips. Yes. Make sure you don't go into the designated whipping area. Can you snap a towel? As long as it doesn't sound like a whip crack. <laughs> well, they can kind of sound <laughs> like yes, that they can. sometimes. Especially you get them wet. They can do some damn. Cops too, show man. up, kick your door down. <laughs> 
Oh, it's just a towel. Well, since you can do it in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then a towel will probably be okay. For now. As long as you're not this on the This is how public. they start. First, they ban it out in restaurants. <laughs> or, you know, you done chamois in your car off after you wash it. <laughs> you snap that chamois and it, you're outdoors. See, this, is, this is how they always start. First, they, they start banning it out in public places. Pretty soon, they're banning it in the privacy of your own home. Your car, you can't whip the crack in the car, crack the whip, <laughs> whip the or crack. whip the crack. <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother whip, banning. Whipped crack. That's what PETA would be into crack after the whip. a while. Yeah. Is that like cool whip? Like, whip crack. I don't know what that is. I think that's, that's another segment yeah. that we're not going to get into. That's for you people that pay out there on Patreon and all the other things. That's our uh, little extra. Extra segment we'll throw After out. hours. <laughs> yes. It's oh, funny geez. after dark. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds good either. <laughs> you don't want a lot of laughing after dark, I don't think, but, uh. Well, let's talk, let's go into a little bit of animal talk. All right. I think we've whipped that crack or Are cracked you that whip, whip the enough. animals? I don't know. I don't think so. But I did see this article where I saw scientists now have found a woolly mammoth. In 2007, and it's like a complete. It's fro. It was frozen. Yeah, I, I'd seen that when it happened. Actually, yeah. well, they've got these scientists now that are working. They're going to try to resurrect the woolly mammoths by using its DNA. Have they I don't see any problem with this. They've wrong. never watched any kind of sci-fi movie at all, namely Jurassic Park. Yes, <laughs> yes. This company named Colossal. Uh, $15 million (laughs) in initial funding for this project. They're going to try to use it along with the DNA and embryos of, uh, like elephants to try to see if they can bring back the woolly mammoth. Cause they said, so it basically be an elephant with that woolly mammoth skin over the top of it. Oh, it, <laughs> well, that's what a woolly mammoth is, isn't it? Or well, but it'll know. be an actual elephant. It'll just have that like, like hanging over it like a costume. <laughs> oh, that's a woolly mammoth. No, it's not. That's an elephant. <laughs> it just, Hot glued some fun fur. Yeah, a couple horns. <laughs> horns? No, the tusks. So the, oh. You know, the big tusks. Horns are different, though. Well, yeah, I guess they're on top of the head, but tusks. But so, yeah. So they've got the uh, the, the woolly mammoth they're going to try. And that's what I, my first thought was, have they never watched any sci-fi movie at all? This is this this has a horrible idea. So between the pandemics... The artificial intelligence we've talked about in past episodes, and now bringing back endangered or extinct animals, yeah. we're trying to kill ourselves, aren't yeah. we? The human race is like, <laughs> we need to be extinct. Here, what else can we do? Certain let's elements to, of it are doing that. Let's just try to, uh, yeah, generate this. Let's take a, a deadly virus and play around with it and see if we can make it even deadlier. It's like, no, we'll just make robots that can, <laughs> that can fight. They and can we'll chase you out. down. <laughs> Whippy, probably. What if we brought back endangered animals? But they're going to try to do this, and if that's successful, like I said, they're going to try to bring back other oh, good. endangered or extinct animals. So what other animals are out there? That, I mean, oh, I would saber love a saber-toothed tiger just <laughs> yeah. running around. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah what are those giant... Pterodactyls. Uh, everything in the past was just giant. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. And could kill you. And so, yeah, so I... At, on its whim, like just out of whim, you know, just because it wants to. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows with this mammoth, maybe it had some kind of disease or something. We bring it back with its DNA. And it's going to bring back this terrible disease now. Like, oh, no, you got woolly mammoth toe. <laughs> ah! <laughs> the wool bonic plague. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, it was like, this is this is a horrible, horrible idea. Yeah, I love seeing in these stories we talk about, and it's over and over again. I'm glad this is where our money goes. Yeah. yeah. 15 million. Oh, that couldn't be used for anything better. No, no, no other pressing issue. I mean, we spend no. money like nothing today, but. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's bring back some woolly mammoths. <laughs> Says they're hoping to, to develop, they're calling them cold resistant hybrid elephants to be uh, rewilded in the Siberian tundra. That's where they're hoping to put them. So. So they've collected DNA samples and they're editing the genes now and they're going to try to splice it in with this woolly mammoth that they found yeah it just sounds like a horrible this is one of those just because we can not (laughs) yeah well it sounds like a terrible 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 idea yep better not question the science (laughs) no no no, we don't want to do that we don't want to question the science at all all right well in in illinois the state (laughs) that we're from 
Yes. Illinois is all over the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. We had the Illinois runner. Yeah. Well, now we've got a man who just, I'm going to up front, this gentleman passed away, (laughs) so I'm not going to ambush you guys. Come on. I'm not going to ambush you guys and have you make fun of him. (laughs) Oh, we're still going to make fun of him. But he just, he died of rabies. It's the first case of someone dying of the, of rabies since the 50s. I read it was the first case of rabies since the 50s. Well, that may be too. Yes, yeah, it's the first human case since the 1950s. So, yeah. Anyway, this story, basically, um, I think he lives up in northern Illinois around Chicago or the suburbs or somewhere like that. He's oh, it's one of those Chicago bats, huh? He's in his 80s. Lake County man. Says he awoke mid-August to find a bat on his neck. <laughs> Maybe it was a vampire. I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it. Says a bat was captured. Tested positive for rabies, but when the health official told the man he needed to start post-exposure rabies treatment, he declined. Said a month later, the man started experiencing symptoms of rabies, including neck pain, difficulty controlling his arms, fingers. Trying to bite other people on the neck. (laughs) Difficulty. He's afraid of the light. (laughs) He subsequently died, it said. And a bat colony was found in his home. Was Batman in the basement? Maybe. (laughs) Was this, uh, shoot, what's his name? The Bruce Butler? Wayne? No, oh, Butler. What's the Butler's name? Oh, Alfred. Alfred, yes. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe Alfred. Well, so it's here. Only one to three human rabies cases are reported in the U.S. each year. Yeah. So only one to three a year are recorded. Rabies has the highest mortality rate of any disease. However, hmm. there is life thre- life-saving treatment for an individual who quickly seeks care after being exposed to an animal with rabies. So if you think you've been exposed to rabies, immediately see. If you've been no. exposed or bitten. It said exposed. I don't know so what like that means. So like if one flew by you? Would it? I think if it attacked you or you scratched you or, you know. So bitten. Know. Or scratched. <laughs> oh, I guess scratched. Would, yeah. would you get it from a scratch with a claws? I don't know. It says if you're exposed to it. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't, wouldn't risk try it. it. I would just. Well, as, as someone who had three bats in their house one night, I don't <laughs> like these bat stories. <laughs> they drive you batty. Yes, they do. So it's here, while cases of human rabies in the U.S. are rare, incidents of rabies exposure are still common, with an estimated 60,000 Americans receiving the post-exposure vaccines each year. So I wonder what they mean by exposure. That's bugging me. It's like, did you see it? It's like the bat, like, ah! <laughs> indecent. Definitely indecent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Rabies like, is usually spread through animal bite. Other animals most likely to spread rabies include dogs, coyotes, foxes, skunks, and raccoons. And mammoths that have been resurrected. <laughs> like I said, though, what else is going to... Yeah, we got the woolly man. <laughs> Saber-toothed tiger jaw. <laughs> All these horrible diseases they're going to start bringing back. We were living in a great time, and it's like, you know what? Let's start monkeying around with stuff. Let's yeah. see if we can bring back different things. Well, monkeys, uh, pretty soon the Planet of the Apes will start having Yeah, monkeys. we'll have that. Why not? Well, the Thailand monkeys, right? Yeah, he's, the, who knows what they episode, did? The, the, they stole the blood and yeah. took off into the jungle? Yeah. Who knows what's going on right now? That could <clears> be crazy. coming. They're running experiments. The monkeys are. <laughs> it was Earth the whole time. <laughs> All right. Last story. Final one here. We're going to go down under to Australia. Now they're they're locked down down there. They are. Oh, locked they are. Down. So are we visiting so, the well camps? I I don't know. No. Any of our Australian listeners, just you know, we hope hope you're doing well. But it says here that a raven has attacked drones from Google's sister's company, forcing it to suspend deliveries or some deliveries in Australia. So not only are you not allowed to leave <laughs> your home, you can't even get your deliveries now because the ravens are like, yeah, we're taking the drones out. Imagine how, how, what else is going to be taken out once we get pterodactyls <laughs> reestablished <laughs> into the wild. Didn't we establish? Not just drones, planes, yeah. 747s. Ah! <laughs> it's going to take it out. Didn't we establish on an episode many months ago that birds are drones? So really we got a drone attacking a drone. It turned on itself. That's right. Birds oh, aren't real. Geez. We did talk about birds aren't real. Yeah. So if a bird is a drone. AI went after itself. Yeah. Say, or is this 
Uh, Is this our government attacking (laughs) their government? It says here, deliveries by drones and part of Canterbury, Australia, were suspended after repeated birds attack. It's not just once. Ravens are smart. They learn. They're after those packages, man. They're after what you got. That's right. Yeah. A man who filmed one of the attacks said it's only a matter of time until a drone is brought down. (laughs) (laughs) And then the birds are going to be up there high-fiving each other. (laughs) Yep. The poop on it. Yeah. Says here it thinks that what what it is is when the drones get close to where a raven's nest is, the ravens see it as a threat and they take it out. Yep. Cool. That'd be fun to watch. Wing is the name of this country, uh, country company. It's a subsidiary of a Google parent company, Alphabet. It's been del- delivering everything from coffee, medicine, office supplies to Canterbury residents since 2019. Tuesday, it announced it's going to suspend some of its deliveries until they can figure out what they're going to do with the Ravens. Yeah, so poor Australia, man. You're locked in your house. You can't go out maybe an hour outside at a time. You can't go the more than what? 15 kilometers from your home for, I mean, only 30 minutes. You have to have it. I'll just get everything sent to me in a drone. And now the Ravens are taking the drone. <laughs> yeah. I can't get my candy. I can't get anything. Well, maybe the Ravens want to deliver stuff and they're, you know, upset. Or just take it. Yeah. I like the quote here. It says, at the end of the day, it's their sky and we are the visitor. Fingers crossed, if you act fast enough, you'll be able to save your aircraft and not injure the bird. I picture this drone, like, flying across the sky real fast. This bird just... It's <laughs> 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 taking it out. I think the ravens are uh, scalping the packages. They're I don't turning know. around, they're resawing them. So it's going to be an interesting year, I think, between the AI, the viruses, the animals, the current animals, the future animals that are coming... And just to let you know, you did not read this story very well. Uh oh. At the end of it, last month, a five month old baby died in Brisbane, Australia, after the mother dropped it trying to dodge a swooping magpie. That's a horrible story. The baby died in this story. Leave it to Greg. (laughs) It's his story. I wasn't going to bring that up. I was trying to leave it lighthearted. (laughs) I don't think my story's about the drone. I didn't bring up about the magpie and the woman. That's part of the story. (laughs) Greg the Downer. It's part of the story. All right, I'll take the hit on that one. (laughs) All right. Well, got anything else? That was was it for me. Mike? Uh Uh-huh. I'm good. All right. Thank you for tuning in, for listening. Hopefully you had a little bit of fun. Relax. Don't get too excited about stuff. Don't get offended about things. Life is short. Try to enjoy it a little bit. Hope I you're think I want to get offended. You know, we'll try to not read any more stories where somebody dies at the end. Too we can't promise that. We though. can't promise it. So hopefully you tune in in seven days. Until then, be safe, be healthy. See ya. Later. Peace. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.